Welcome to Stress Conference. I'm Mickey. And I'm Kelly. And Mickey, how have you been these last two weeks? Oh, I've been really good, but yeah. even better since you can see us now. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Is this what we look like? I guess so, unfortunately. Uh, God, I don't like it. At least for me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I've been, I've been great the last two weeks, honestly. Nice. I, uh, uh, I think I mentioned, I don't, you know, sometimes I forget where I talk about certain things. But right. I, I think I mentioned on this podcast mm-hmm. that I was reading Dune. Yes. And I finally saw the movie. Nice. How was it? It was so good. Yeah. Honestly, like, I would say it's the most accurate. Um, like film adaptation. Yeah. That, nice. I, that I've seen in a long time. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, especially because it's the first time I like was reading a book and then immediately saw the movie. Yeah. So you have it all fresh in your head. Yeah. So I was able to nice. like, I, I love that. Like watching a movie mm. and you get to kind of like see the parallels between uh, what you read and how right. they portrayed on screen and like the little things that they missed out on and yeah it's it's a fun experience yeah definitely but i yeah. really enjoyed it and they're making a second one right yeah so that's this one's even like branded right at the beginning as part one yeah so, so that's think, that's how you know <laughs> it only it only went through like like between a third and a half of the book the first yeah that's book. what i've heard and like this there's a series of books too so there's like yeah. multiple books like they could be doing this for a while yeah <laughs> And I hope they do. They could keep on going, but mm-hmm. no, that's very cool. Um, yeah, we we just passed Halloween. Um, that's right. My favorite time of year. So now I'm going to go back into hibernation. Of course. Until <laughs> next October. Uh, no, it was a lot of fun. Um, went to a couple ha- Halloween parties. Yeah. Dressed up uh, in a couple's costume as Doc and Marty from Back to the Future. Classic. I met a lot of dogs in costumes, and that was that was the best <laughs> part. There was we did yeah. see we saw one dog on the street that was like this like kind of like tannish colored pit bull and it was wearing like a lion's mane like, really? around its head <laughs> no way <laughs> and people were like losing their minds i love that yeah. so much i saw like um some weenie dogs that were dressed up as like hot dogs i was like yeah it's just <laughs> it's too it's, easy it's like a, ne- it's a necessity yeah like I if saw, you have a wiener dog yeah you're going like, there's in. no way you can't do it any other way there yeah. was also um there was also a dog wearing uh bat wings which i really appreciated <laughs> it's nice and simple but yeah no i I'm already sad that uh, October and Halloween are over, but I'm going to put up my Christmas decorations in probably the next 48 hours. So, <laughs> As you should. I mean, uh, yeah. t- today is the first day of the holiday season. It is. So, it's um, the holiday <laughs> season. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I, was, I was making that joke at work today, actually, mm-hmm. where um, somebody like someone said like, Oh, did they already put the Christmas decorations up? I'm like, what do you mean? It's the first day of Christmas. <laughs> people, I can't believe how many people get so upset that I just want to celebrate all of the holidays for as long as possible. And yeah. they're like, it's too early. You can't do that. And I'm like, Not no, no, no. today. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything. I can do what I want. <laughs> if I want to feel joy throughout my home if i just want to be happy for once for once (laughs) no but i'm like no like this i feel like thanksgiving is very much lumped in with like christmas new year's hanukkah kwanzaa like all of the holidays in that span of literally a month like it's fine it's fine that if you want to i'm sorry there's not enough turkey decorations in the world that's That's not my fault (laughs) i don't understand people who are like 
well, what about Thanksgiving? I'm like, what about Thanksgiving? I'm still celebrating <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like what, what do you mean? But like, what what do you what do you put up for Thanksgiving? They're like, turkeys. I'm like, where? <laughs> where? Where? <laughs> yeah. Show me, show me one Thanksgiving decoration that just doesn't just say like, thankful for my family. Oh God. <laughs> like it's in giving that, thanks. It's in that font that You're like, <laughs> from Marshalls that you see everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's already lame if you decorate for Thanksgiving. <laughs> just make it Christmas and get it over with. Just get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well, yeah i didn't know we we're gonna get that political today so yeah we are <laughs> christmas is canceled <laughs> thanks liberals <laughs> so stupid. oh man but uh so mickey i hear i hear we've got some uh some crazy things happening in, according to the world of the canceled <laughs> of course yeah so uh as you know from um a previous episode i don't mm-hmm. remember which one we're getting to the point now. Episode 10. Episode mm, 10. Uh, my God, that's uh, almost a dozen, which is almost <laughs> a baker's dozen. Anyway. Thank God. <laughs> and that's, we're going to definitely. And that's an where we're going to stop. <laughs> that's <laughs> and that's where the run will be. will yeah. be good. But uh, we talked about Facebook yep. uh, and the wild journey that they're having right now with the whistleblower. I mean, not that like people have been, when, when stuff came up about Facebook, no one was like, what? Yeah. We <laughs> like, were all like, we kind of knew. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> right. You're trying to tell me that mm-hmm. Facebook has something going on? You're trying to tell me Facebook makes us all pissed at each other? Yeah. I couldn't tell. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, either way. Yeah. So we know like that they're going through this whole thing. And mm-hmm. like, you know, we're talking about like them getting involved in geopolitical conflict. Yeah. I mean, like not like conflict as in like on the ground, like boots on the ground. But, you know, <laughs> like we're like causing yes. cause, causing like, you know, they have like the collusion with Russia and then the election that was definitely like right. funneled through Facebook. You have you know. like body dysmorphia, which is being very like put in the faces of young, yeah. uh, young teens yeah. because of and like then issues of human trafficking, like yeah. all all the fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. And what did what does Facebook decide to do? I'll tell you. They decided to rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, they were like, we don't know how yeah, to fix this. Yeah. Let's just try again. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, I don't know who this whole Facebook is, but <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> I don't know her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> um, very, very weird time to do a rebrand for oh sure. Oh my god! But um, they are rebranding. So kind of similar to how mm-hmm. um, Google mm-hmm. eventually uh, rebranded their um, main entity as Alphabet. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, the parent company of Google. Yeah. It's not just, like, Google Incorporated. It's, right. It's Alphabet. Um, and that's just because, obviously, it's a monopoly. So, they right. have to rename so that way it's not just name recognition all the way through. Right. So, Facebook is doing something very similar. Instead mm-hmm. of being having it be, like, the Facebook company, mm-hmm. uh, they are now rebranding as Meta. Yeah. And weird to choose Meta. Yeah. Like, a term that's, like, kind of, like goes with being self-aware uh-huh. a company that is very not self-aware yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> um but so like that's that's their whole thing so the rebranding mm-hmm. at like the parent company mm-hmm. kind of giving a new face to you know like the ticker so like for like, if you buy stock you're not buying stock in facebook it's right. now meta um but the other side that's going along with it mm-hmm. is that they're also trying to create this like virtual reality yes called the metaverse yeah i was i was listening to a bit about this today yeah so they want to create like an odd like like literally a virtual world like where you bring in like your avatar using Mm -hmm. like vr like because they own oculus as well right so very dystopian yeah i mean i feel like that makes sense when you look at 
Because obviously Facebook as a social network is very much geared towards older generations. And yeah. so Facebook, if they want to be a sustainable company for futures to come, they need those younger audiences. And you look at things like um, Fortnite and yeah. like Roblox and like these kind of like virtual worlds where they even have like virtual concerts like yeah i know that, like travis scott yeah for like Fortnite. ariana grande <laughs> like it's it is kind of crazy so i'm like it doesn't not make sense that they're trying to get on that um kind of wagon so that they can reach those younger audiences because yeah. yeah more more and more young people are never gonna have an experience joining facebook as a social network yeah you know? that is true like i mean if you look at the numbers i was just like mm-hmm. listening to something about this too mm-hmm. um the one i was listening to was from uh, the Washington Post podcast, The Post Report. Mm. Um, I like to give credit where it's due. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they, they were talking about like the fact that like every year, um, like fewer and fewer young people are are, are um, mm-hmm. staying on the platform yeah. or, or joining the platform. Right. So it is like a platform that is consistently mm-hmm. of like older people and, mm-hmm. you know, like spe- I would say people in, in our age group are still pretty consistent on Facebook. Yeah, it, it dep- like it goes Maybe a little older than us. Yeah, a little older than us. And then I just feel like, you know, there are people that are around our age that are just use it pretty often or like some that just don't even have an account. You know, I feel like it's pretty split. But um, yeah, the younger and younger that they go, I'm like, they don't they've never even made a Facebook. Right. Exactly. Well, and it's kind of like Facebook um to like younger kids now is kind of like what myspace was to us when we were growing <laughs> up it's like yep you know i had a myspace mm-hmm. when i was in middle school yeah what but, a I time. Ne- but i never even used it really yeah and because i immediately went to facebook once it once like we had the chat like like i said when mm-hmm. we did the game and i made it in 2011 yeah right and so i mean i was um 16 right a baby no that can't be right I was six. I was sixteen in two thousand eleven. No, you're fourteen. No. No. I don't I know math. <laughs> I, I was. I mean, like, I was. My birthday's in October. Right. Saw the happy birthday post to me. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> happy birthday to me. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I was uh, because I turned twenty six this year. So I was oh. sixteen in twenty eleven. I don't like that. Ew, I don't like. I don't that like either. that. We have to move on. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. Um, I mean, yeah. So, like, I like I used Facebook a lot when I was when I was like a teenager and stuff like that. Yeah, like growing up yeah, into I did it. too. But um, it, it's just it's it's not for us anymore. No, it definitely isn't. And like, yeah, I feel like a lot of the usage of Facebook when we were younger, we've all kind of like moved to instagram which yeah. is all still a part of the facebook yeah i mean universe anyway you so move from one like... facebook product to the other or meta product i'm sorry oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry the company formerly known as facebook god but twitter is still where i'm at all the time oh yeah i, I like twitter, twitter the best <laughs> i love twitter and tiktok but how can you not <laughs> i know and and i mean there's so many other platforms that are right. there now that are much better but mm-hmm. the the main thing i really wanted i want to point out here mm-hmm. is just the fact that facebook is trying to create its own virtual world yep it just like of all companies to do it right yeah it just it just seems very dystopian like they want to like create like a system like where everybody has an oculus like you you uh, get home from work and you put the (laughs) oculus on and then you go into like the real the real (laughs) fake world you know what i mean (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. This is the war. I'm an astronaut. God. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just I don't I don't like the idea of like because imagine how much advertising is going to be mm-hmm. in that world too. Like if you think that there's a lot of advertising in our world, right? Good God, I, I can just, only imagine. And I I did see something about like how how far into face like how far is Facebook going to? Well, now Meta, how far are they yeah, going to go? You, into you better this? not say Facebook ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg will come in and shoot me. <laughs> like, no. I'm not calling Mark Zuckerberg a murderer. That's not what we're doing. Here. I'm just saying that he his hands are not clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what a weird little man. Anyway, so um, <laughs> but um, just to put it kind of in perspective, they've been investing in something like ten billion dollars a year oh my god. in like VR stuff and like AR stuff. And I I, I could use some of that money. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. And to put that in perspective, they bought Instagram for one billion dollars. Yeah, that is crazy. Like a one time thing. So yeah. it's like just to just to kind of put that in perspective. But absolutely wild. Uh, they have I, so much money. I know. They really do. I I really am curious to see if anybody's really asking for this. I don't think so. I really don't think that people want this. Well, because we don't know what it is. Maybe. They know what we want. Do they? Whatever they say. <laughs> Listen. I'm just a pawn. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Tell I me just, what to do. I just want like a car that doesn't break down and stuff, <laughs> which I have. But yeah, like. Yeah. Why can't they make cars that don't break? Right. <laughs> that's, <laughs> instead, I have to that's invest the squeaky in, wheel <laughs> that instead, needs the grease. Instead, I have to invest in the mm-hmm. metal world that's going to be so much better when when the whole world is burning around me. At least I can put my VR headset on and be told that <laughs> I want Coca-Cola or something. <laughs> Like, boy, Jesus. am I thirsty. <laughs> Meanwhile, the planet's like on fire all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, uh, why save the real world when we can live in the fake world? Yeah, I know. Why, <laughs> you know, let's just <laughs> ten billion. wipe our hands of this and move on. But 10 billion a year in VR? Something like that. 10 billion yeah. a year would do, go a long way with feeding people. Yeah, you would. <laughs> but, who, but who am I? <laughs> who am I to say? But anyways. I heard that you have a, a story that you would like to talk about. Yes. Which is going to take a turn. Yeah. And there's no other way to transition into it. No. It's it's a little bit of a darker one. Um, yeah. But I think that there are some really important themes talking about, you know, labor on the sets of movies especially. Yeah. Um. So in the past two weeks, um, on October 21st, Alec Baldwin accidentally shot two people on the set of a movie called Rust, um, killing one of them. Yeah. Which is uh, incredibly terrible. And uh, it was a shocking headline to read. Like, oh my God, Alex Baldwin accidentally killed someone? Like, holy crap. But um, so a little bit of backstory if you don't know already. Um, Baldwin um, was on the set of this movie called Rust. They were filming in, I want to say it was Santa Fe, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And they there's some key players in this whole situation um one of them being helena hutchins she was the cinematographer on the movie set um joel souza he was the director um dave halls is the assistant director and hannah gutierrez reed is the armor mm-hmm. these are names i'm probably going to be using quite a bit so right just wanted to kind of give the rundown there so um appreciate you got having this already <laughs> oh yeah you got it <laughs> so so what had happened is um on october 21st baldwin was rehearsing a scene uh where he was sitting in a church pew and you know he was in front of a camera with like the camera operator 
Joel Souza and Helena Hutchins. They were all behind this camera monitor. And he was just um, rehearsing this scene where he kind of has to take a gun out of a holster and pull it across his body. Um, And then he points it at the camera and shoots it. Um, And before all of this had happened, he had been given this um, gun that was um, announced as a cold gun by that assistant director, Dave Halls, mm-hmm. before, in, and many people around him heard that just to be like, you know, cold gun, like this is safe kind of deal. And um, right. and during that rehearsal where he had this, quote, cold gun, which we now know wasn't the case, um, he had pulled across his body and had um, done the you know pointed the gun at the camera and went through the motions went through the motions and it discharged and it shot helena hutchins in the chest and then the bullet eventually lodged itself into joelle souza's uh shoulder and so helena hutchins was um promptly uh airlifted to it was a hospital i think in albuquerque Mm -hmm. yeah and then um Joel Souza, he was taken to um, a hospital in Santa Fe by ambulance. And uh, Joel Souza has since been released from the hospital, but uh, 42-year-old Helena Hutchins, unfortunately, was pronounced dead uh, later on at the hospital. Oh, that's so sad. And the and so the craziest thing about this story is quite a few, just that day, hours before, um, something like half of the camera op- operating staff had walked off the set in protest of like these terrible working conditions like people you know staff was getting like delayed paychecks they were being pushed to work very long days without like appropriate like motel or hotel rooms so they were like driving and after working like a ridiculous amount of hours which is very dangerous Mm -hmm. like some of them were sleeping in their cars um yeah like a lot of them were working at least 13 hour days like back to back to back with just like not many breaks you know and so all of that culminated with um i guess that on october 16th there was two accidental uh gun discharges on the set as well really yeah um according to three former of the film crew members but um yeah so it really seems uh just like this whole calm like culmination of bad decisions and pushing people to their limits for what (laughs) like right for a movie that like probably nobody was really going to see because it's one of these movies i don't don't know what they're called exactly but it's um they're like these very kind of like low budget films that get like really high paid actors like mel gibson and bruce willis like they do a lot of these they're kind of like direct to demand like they never hit a theater or anything and they're just oh, kind really? of, yeah, they're like, you know, they're just kind of there to exist on charter on it's like B movies almost in a sense. Yeah. Not like the B movie. <laughs> Not the B movie. Yeah. Never, <laughs> never talk shit about the B movie. Yeah. But no, no. Um, yeah. So um, the, that assistant director, Dave Halls has also had, um, he's also been the subject of complaints before. Right. Of not being. Because the assistant director does deal with a lot of safety protocols on set, and he has been um, the subject to complaints of people saying that he was not taking the right safety protocols on other film sets, including this one. Right, right, definitely so. And um, yeah, one of one of the big things that I think has come out of this investigation is, um, you know, people I think are trying to figure out who is to blame 
you know, like for everything that happened yeah. here. And one of the biggest parts is, um, I guess right now, um, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, who was the armorer. Um, she was just, she's just like a 24 year old woman and she has talked in a podcast previously, um, about how she kind of felt underprepared on like some certain movie sets, which was kind of scary to hear. Yeah. And so like now pri- prior to the incident, she's pri- like prior to this movie, uh, she was on some other movie set and had kind of like talked about that. But, um, so I guess that she had taken the, you know, the gun that, um, was given to Baldwin. She had opened it to make sure that there was nothing stuck in any of like the chambers or the rounds or anything. And then she gave it to the assistant director, Dave Halls, to double check it. And he has said that he just like really kind of glossed over it and didn't look in the way that he should have. Yeah. And so um, it'll be really interesting to see where this goes. Um, I think, <laughs> I think it's just a really sad way that we've had to bring to light some of these like terrible working conditions on movie sets oh yeah and and I, like i don't know how to say it. like i like you know like when i first went to school yes like i was like into like that so like i've seen yeah. like i've seen like the inner workings of mm-hmm. like kind of like how a movie set like works yeah and there's just so many people there's so many moving mm-hmm. parts it's and especially with you think about how many different like sets there are going on at simultaneous because with yeah. how many movies that are coming out and you know it's only the big movies that mm-hmm. are, are genuinely getting like you know the box office success and like the mm-hmm. things that people are focusing on so like to to think that um like this wasn't even like a big movie set like where they right. had like these crazy deadlines i mean i'm sure they had crazy deadlines so get me wrong right but it's like it was if it to hear that it was also just like a direct to tv movie mm-hmm. nothing like it wasn't like this big Hollywood production mm-hmm. that was like banking on like hundreds of millions of right. dollars. It's like you, they couldn't have taken like the extra time to just like cre- like create a safe environment. Like yeah, and I know that the um, you know, some of the crew walking off in protest, you know, led them to have to hire more people, and especially yeah. like other people that are outside of like the unions that, you know a lot of film crews are involved in, in Hollywood and yeah film across the US but um i think that that was an even bigger push for these you know just like more top tier like directors to just like push it forward and like yeah. kind of forego more stuff which just obviously led to tragedy yeah like there needs to be more accountability for the regulations that are followed on set yeah and it's they got to stop prioritizing this like the smallest margins of profit i know like for human life and safety exactly and it's just like never will it ever be worth it you know yeah to just like forego any kind of protocols that you should be taking or yeah i just and it's so sad like because she was the director of photography right yeah yeah it's just so sad to like be like in a position like that that's mm-hmm. like one of the most important like yeah. positions on a on a film set like to get to that point mm-hmm. like doing like your dream job and then having just like the absolute negligence of yeah. other human beings like just so literally like, needlessly yeah. um yeah just to needlessly die from that and she she has a nine-year-old son which is really so upsetting sad, yeah. and um i know baldwin has been in touch with her husband and you know their family and so i hope that um I just really hope that those that her family is able to find peace. And um, I just really hope that if anything comes out of it, it's that 
we just stop overworking and underpaying people for for god knows what you know yeah for profit but yeah yeah just it's sad (laughs) we just got to be human beings again and not like money making machines yeah but man what what will i watch on direct tv on demand yeah (laughs) exactly if it's not alec baldwin in santa fe I think I'll make it, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I can't even begin to imagine the guilt that like Alec Baldwin feels. Yeah, like, like, know, like I can't imagine how you even begin to try to get over that. Yeah. You know? So definitely, you know, as, <laughs> as 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 the case comes in, we'll do an update on this, like when, like, yeah, when, when it goes more, to case. Because there's still some pieces of this investigation that are pretty shoddy, you know, like the... Oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh my god, I just Classic. Vom- I just vomited on screen. <laughs> <Can you imagine? laughs> That'd be so funny. Yeah, we did drink a lot of seltzer before this. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my bad. But uh, <laughs> so, that was what we needed right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just like there are certain parts like um that armor Hannah Gutierrez Reed had said that there was no there's never any live ammunition on set. But then um I think that the sheriff in Santa Fe who was doing some of the investigating had said that there was live ammunition and he kind of sounds like he kind of made it sound like it was there for one reason or another and people were kind of just like complacent with it. Why? I just like, I just, just, why do you need live ammunition on a movie set? Like, yeah. And then I saw another thing about how like some of the actors were like using those actual guns for target practice. And I was, but those are also unconfirmed. So I didn't want to mention it, but I'm just like, it's just, there's all these little shoddy details that it's just, it goes so far out of like everything you know about gun safety and like using prop guns safely you know yeah and 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 the other thing that i want to say before we move on to the game um it's just like just to that point just like everything about shooting a gun in a movie Mm -hmm. is done in post-production like everything that you when you think of like when a gun is fired right on in a movie set like the like just like the flash of light like the fire that comes out that's all it's all fake it's all made and like that doesn't actually happen Mm -hmm. it's like very rarely does it actually happen right so it's all added in in post-production so like there's literally no reason no at all to fire a real like round so why was there one in there god i know and people are also you know film crews all over the place are shocked that like they were even using a real gun um as their prop gun during a rehearsal like there was no reason to even have the prop gun out at that point yeah you know like Like, they weren't even shooting at that point they were just rehearsing but yeah but we will we will learn more as more information comes out but yeah um thank you for yeah taking the rain on that because i know it's a heavy story yeah no for sure but um, we'll take that one stride. We learned a little bit more about the situation. Mm-hmm. And I think now it's time to go to a little break oh boy. for a little ad. <laughs> and we will be back with our game. Sounds good. So we'll see you in a short <laughs> minute. Whoa, and we're back. And we're back. Wow, it's been a while. It feels like a century. It really has. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's been two weeks since we filmed the last part. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> it's like my favorite my favorite joke of all time. Because yeah. how would you know? I know. How would you know? I'm just wearing the same clothes. This is what I always wear. I'm like um, a character in a cartoon. I just never change. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. So <clears throat> we have reached the best part of the episode. I'm very uh, excited. As, as everyone is, tells us. So we have a new <laughs> game today. Oh boy. This time I got to make the game. Mm-hmm. 
So, this is going to be a big one. Oh, yeah? So, the whole theme of this game okay. goes into how I feel about Meta, the company formerly known as Facebook. Okay. Uh, so, it's going to be all about dystopian uh, stories and oh, fiction and, okay. and everything. Okay. So, I have five questions for you. Okay. It's all multiple choice. If you can get all five of them right. I wish I did just more re- reading in high school. <laughs> just, just right off the bat. If you can get all five of them right. Okay. I will let you change my name on Facebook. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For like a week at least. Just completely change my name and profile Perfect. picture. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Any information on my profile. Up for grabs. Okay. <laughs> so many ideas are flowing. If you can at least get three of them right. Mm-hmm. I will let you change one specific um, uh, piece of information on my Facebook page. Okay. Permanently. 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 Okay. I can do this. Okay. I can do this. Yeah. I got this. All right. Are you ready? Yep. So, what year did the first on-screen adaption of Fahrenheit 451 come out? Jesus Christ. Is it A, 1975, Mm -hmm. B, 1966, mm-hmm. C, 1985, mm-hmm. or D, 2018. You gave me a wide range here. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Let me know um, if you need me to read them through again. I did say that you could change my name on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's fair. I would call you like Dr. Poopy Pants or something <laughs> if I could. Please, so. yeah. Um, I, I think you can get this one. Think about it. I was trying as if you are right. As if I'm not. I was <laughs> yeah. trying to think if there was if it did, like was it 2018? Like did they come out with a movie in 2018 about it? Sure, let's go with 2018. I feel like it's much earlier, but I don't know. There was a film adaption in 2018. Oh, was but it wasn't the first. But it was not the first. Dang it! Yeah, it actually had Michael B. Jordan in it in 2018. Really? In 2018, huh. the original was 1966. Which I was surprised to hear, actually. Yeah, I thought it would have been at least the seventy-five one, but yeah, dang. Okay, it's well, good. you still have a chance to strike uh, cha- one to change something on my Facebook page. <laughs> Thank so. God, that's okay. all. That's all I needed. Which of these movies made more at the box office? Oh Christ! <laughs> we have one or A, the first Hunger Games. Uh-huh. B, the second Divergent movie, Insurgent. Okay. <laughs> Three. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory from 1971, or D, The Cat in the Hat from 2003. I think it was The Hunger Games. It was The Hunger Thank Games. Goodness. Could you imagine yeah. if it was Willy Wonka? <laughs> Willy Wonka actually did not do well in theaters in 1971. It didn't. No. Oh, I didn't know that. It became a cult classic. Yeah. That's, that's fair. <laughs> I also like that that's included in Dystopia and The Cat in the Hat. <laughs> Are they not a little bit? They're pretty freaky. (laughs) It's more like a fever dream than I think a dystopian, but yes. (laughs) I was trying to think of what what was like the most not dystopian, but also kind of dystopian novel I could think of. And I think putting a bunch of kids in a chocolate factory and letting them die. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's pretty dystopian. (laughs) Holy crap. Yeah, no, I guess. In like a very micro sense, kind of like Lord of the Flies. No, I get it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Cool, cool. Um, so number three, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
What company created an ad in the world of 1984 to sell their hot new product during the Super Bowl? Oh, I know this one. I don't even need the... It's Apple and Macintosh. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I need. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that's two. Okay. You're on a roll here. I'm going to okay. change your gender to frog. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> gender to frog. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Permanently? I don't think I can, but if I could... <laughs> we slip. Oh, no. I really... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> the last one doesn't count. No, it does. Okay. Okay. Uh, number four. What year was Lord of the Flies written? Oh, shoot. We have A, 1943, mm-hmm. B, 1954, mm-hmm. C, 1960, or D, 1971. I know it was pretty early. Yeah. What's it going to be? I'm going to go with 1940, whatever. 1943? Yeah. That is incorrect. Dang it. What was it? It was 1954. Dang it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so close. It's okay. You All only right. need one right. And mm-hmm. if you get this one wrong, I don't know if we can continue the podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. What is Mark Zuckerberg's favorite condiment? <laughs> is it... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait for it. Wait for it. Is it A, Sweet Baby Ray's? <laughs> B, Beat Ravy Sways. <laughs> C. Reet Swaby Bays. <laughs> or D. Jeep Taby Nays. Jeep Taby Nays, obviously. Yeah. Sweet Baby Rays. Sweet Baby's Rays. That's Good. that's exactly three. He just smoking meats with that sweet baby rays. <laughs> Uh, that is such that's, an obscure video. I think yeah. I might. We might have to share it on our social media so people yeah, don't we think we're just psychopaths being like, yeah. "What are they talking about?" If you've never seen the video of Mark's oh talk God. about Mark Zuckerberg, I don't know why I call him a first name basis. Mark, <laughs> me, you know, Mark, you, you know, Mark. Mark. You mean <laughs> yeah. Mark? Uh, yeah, he loves sweet baby rays. Yeah. Did you see the his like metaverse kind of like PR PSA thing for? Uh, announcing the new company name he had a bottle of sweet baby rays in the background like on a shelf and yeah. people are like this he is a robot pretending to be a human he's like yeah. look at this normal thing i have in my living room decor yeah a bottle of barbecue sauce yeah that's what the humans like <laughs> so holy crap so i get to change something on your facebook permanently permanently i'll i'll have to do some considering but I'm yeah. very excited. I don't use Facebook, so honestly, it won't. It doesn't matter to me as long as it don't doesn't make a post about it. Okay, we can make a post about it. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. All right. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, I know we had a little bit of a dark story this time around, but yeah. um, you know, it's always good to talk about what's actually going on in the world. It's not yeah. always bright and shiny and sweet baby rays like so, <laughs> <laughs> which is unfortunate. Yeah. It can't all be sweet baby rays, but sweet baby sun rays. That's right. <laughs> that's our new band name. well i hope that you enjoyed this video version of the podcast Um, yeah i'm very excited we got to do this yeah we'll see like you know if there's a demand for it yeah we can do this more often Mm -hmm. uh it is a lot of work of course yeah but yeah maybe we'll do it every every so often you know at least every 10 yeah i would be good with that cool that's what that's what we'll set in stone unless you convince us otherwise I can easily sway. Yeah, so. me too. So we'll I am a pushover. We'll, we'll see what happens. But thank you all so much for joining. Hope you like the video version. And yeah, what is it? Don't trust your government, kids. Don't trust your government, kids. And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye bye. Bye bye.